All right, and uh, welcome everyone to another edition of the Blue vs. Green show. I am Gabe, also joined by one of our regular hosts, uh, Jose. Uh, Walt uh, couldn't be with us this week. Uh, he was with us last week, so I guess uh, I'm subbing you in for Walt, I guess, uh, to represent the Jets line, the green line. So um, once again, welcome, everyone. Don't forget to like, rate, share, and subscribe, comment, hit us up. Um, we all want to be our own support group, especially this weekend, uh, as it seems that the uh, seasons are pretty much officially over for one team and pretty over for another team. Jose, how are you? Uh I'm doing okay. I couldn't make it last week. I, it, it was it kind of sucked because I I could have gotten to celebrate and I got the, yeah. you know, yeah. Tina's already making an appearance. She's like, just end this shit now after the <laughs> shit show that this week was. But I'm doing okay. Um, yeah, like last week uh, I couldn't make it, but this week I get to we get to commiserate our our teams together. I guess. Uh, I mean. That's all. That's all there is to say. I'm doing okay. The teams are not. Yeah. Well, let's get right into it. Um, it's going to be kind of straightforward discussion. Um, there was, the, there's not a lot of good to take away, but uh, let's go ahead and start with the Giants. Um, you know, there was there was I don't I it's it's hard to find um uh anything good really about the uh the Giants, but. I did find a couple things. I thought that even though the fact that we we, we ended up losing and um, I felt like we were pretty in there for most of the game until the uh, later half of the third quarter. Um, and, of course, the fourth quarter, you know, Saints completely took it away from us. Um, but one thing that I found that was good was I thought that the coaching was really good overall. Even though the players didn't execute, I thought that Dable, again, kind of, Proved that he is going to be the coach of the future for the uh, Giants. Uh, under the circumstances, it seemed like he got a lot of his uh, his his he got back into the uh, rhythm of the Dable that we all knew and loved from last season, especially in the last three weeks, four weeks, um, and and again, even though the results didn't show today, I thought that he did a decent job coaching. Um, the bad was execution. The Giants went back to dropping passes at critical moments. Um, uh, the defense was was I thought was okay, but I think that the uh, that the offense was just we just you know the Saints outsmarted uh, the weak defense uh, this week. Uh, they they felt confused early on in the game. Um, a lot of confusion on the uh, on 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 the defense, and and the ugly was. Uh, we, we, we had a real good opportunity to, to, to take a nice big leap into a, the, uh, the playoff run that we are still in. Um, and we kind of squandered it away. Um, you know, we had the Packers lost today, the Falcons lost today. So that kind of helps us in standings. Um, but not capitalizing on their losses by, by, by being able to take down the Saints really kind of sets us behind and now. Now the, the the destiny is no longer in our hands, and and um, and yeah, that's it. Uh, the group still felt like they they're together. They they all felt like they were fighting. They were just neutralized and didn't execute. So that's that's that. Those are my general takeaways from the game today. Uh, what about you? What you know? I know that we were the the, the other sucky part. The ugly part was really, if I got to add to it, is the fact that the Jets and Giants going on at the same time makes it impossible to truly, truly get a full grasp 
of both games. I did the best that I could to watch as much of the Jets as I could. Um, and I know that you did the best you could to watch as much as the Giants that you could. So tell me a little bit about what you yeah. thought the good, yeah. bad, and ugly on your end for the Giants were. So I must have had a rough feeling today because, like, I woke up, like, a, a little little dizzy this morning. Uh, I wasn't feeling great. I, I did a little drinking last night, actually. I went out to um, what's called a yurt, which is, like, a small tent. Oh, yeah, yurt. Kind of a glamorous yeah, yeah. sort of tent, like a living tent. I think it's uh, originally from Mongolia or something like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that said, I didn't feel super great this morning. I was trying to decide where I was going to watch the game because I couldn't watch it at home. I was like, am I going to go to a bar and have more drinks? No, I don't want to do that. I was like, am I going to pay to like actually watch these games? You know what? There are four weeks left. If I add NFL Sunday ticket to my YouTube TV, that's like 73 bucks. It's cheaper than going to a bar for three out of the last four weeks because there's only one televised game. Mm. A Sunday night game coming up. Um, so I decided to bite the bullet. I actually got to see both games in multi-view, which is probably worse I got to absorb a lot of it. I would switch back and forth, like probably like you would more often to see the offenses try to execute because we know the defenses are going to do okay. Um, I mean, the, the good the good takeaways of the defense were was okay. I mean, it wasn't great. It kind of let it get away at the end of the game, but when the offense isn't doing much of anything because of the offensive line, which we'll get to, um, Devito showed he's still a. a Tough SOB and a, a, a decent quarterback, even under pressure. Um, but, like, the offensive line and Barkley did not do well today. Barkley was was struggling because of the offensive line partially, as, I mean, right. that nobody could really get anything going. Um, and the ugly was that uh, what I think was a little bit of a late, dirty hit on DeVito and the kind of thing that illustrates the fact that this kid is tough, but so was Daniel Jones initially, and so were a lot of Giants quarterbacks initially until the constant pressure uh, from playing behind these O-lines that just aren't getting it done. The constant pressure of that just gets these these kids eventually. And it got to DeVito today. Um, and that hit, even, even he himself, like you figure that, you know, he looked a little rattled because he was pointing to his, his helmet as he was walking off the sidelines, trying to laugh it off a little bit, but... He, he looked a little – he looked really rough after that hit, right? Like, for a moment, he kind of looked like he went limp. Maybe he was playing it up a little bit. Um, but, yeah, like, it was a, a you know, an okay game for a bit, just a slog, and then it got away. And You know, let, so, let, let's talk a little bit about the QB, um, about yeah. Tommy DeVito, and not just Tommy DeVito, but Terod Taylor. You know, Tommy DeVito had to be – pulled out to uh, check for concussions um, as much as he tried his best not to get pulled out. He didn't want to get pulled out. He was showing obvious frustration that they were even um, forcing him to go into the tent and go through uh, concussion protocol testing and stuff. He was able to come back, which is great. You know, again, shows his toughness. But we saw Terod Taylor out there for a few snaps. Um, he had, uh, even for the short time he was there, it shows that um, we have, we have decent backups. Uh, Terod was able to execute a couple throws, um, a couple of plays while, uh, you know, even though it was kind of the end of that first half um, and DeVito was able to kind of make it out for the second half. Um, but, you know, what's funny, I, 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 you know, in all the, the, the veto madness that has been the last three to four weeks, well, four weeks, really, uh, I, I, I kind of noticed one thing. His stat lines 
don't look that dissimilar to Daniel Jones. I mean, if I gave you last week's stat lines where DeVito threw for just under 200, uh, just under 200 yards, um, rushed a lot, had a rushing touchdown, I believe, or no, 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 almost had a rushing touchdown, I believe. Um, but just no interceptions and he didn't get sacked, which was amazing. It was great. But the stat lines, if I didn't tell you who the quarterback was, you wouldn't be able to tell me if it was DeVito or Daniel Jones. Um, and it goes to show that it's that I think that the issues with the Giants really doesn't lie too much with the quarterbacks, I, I think. Um, because when 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 Daniel Jones or DeVito have good protection um and the play calling is right and everything's kind of firing on 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 all cylinders we win games and we do them we do them they're fun and 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 creative and exciting and and uh and, and all that you know and and then contrasting that with this week where we allowed we went back to the same old same old giants of of the revolving o line uh where we allowed seven sacks again and seven bad sacks you know, DeVito took a lot of hits, not just that hit where he took a slide. And I, I thought that that was that that was that that was uh, on call for. Um, they called it a clean hit. I don't exactly see how it's a clean hit, because even though from the look of it, the way that they explained it was uh, he took a hit to the back of his body and then his head hit the floor. That's incorrect. OK, he did take a hit to the back of his body, but I, I forgot who delivered the hit. But. The, the 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 defender he basically shoulder checked the back of DeVito's head with his shoulder and that's where the impact came and then from that hit to the back of the helmet with the shoulder and then the the hitting his head smashing down into the ground that's where the biggest impact of the uh the, the hit came from um I thought that it was a, a bit of a, a not a bit of a it was a late hit I think um you know but aside from that some of the other sacks he took he he looked like his knee was a little banged up his ankle was a little banged up on a bunch of those uh hits and sacks and stuff and you know he he was limping off moving around a little bit gingerly i do actually think that the uh the the late hit on the slide affected him because when he came out on the second half he looked a little bit slower not as sharp not moving as 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 quickly and i thought i thought that that was probably uh more of an effect because of a hit than it was because of the game itself um i after after seeing him early on the third quarter in my mind i actually thought that they should have put terrell taylor back in there because i think that it was obvious that he might he, he might have said all the right things in the concussion protocol test in order to get back on the field but i think it was very obvious that it was a different tommy devito in the second half than the first half um so so you know this this just goes to show that like we really really need to do something about this O line, um, because it is the I I I think that stat numbers and eye test it's the worst O line in the league. Um, it's just it's terrible. We can't we can't create openings for any run plays. We can't protect the quarterback long enough. Uh, Devito has again to 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 his toughness. He's had to you know kind of take it into his own hands and 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 give us some good rushing plays. Um, let me take a look real quick. Uh, the exact stats, how many yards rushing he had. He had, he had four carries for 36 yards, yeah. but there were four scrambling yards. carries for 36 yards. Yeah. Um, and then when you contrast that to Sa Saquon Barkley, our top running back, nine carries for 14 yards. I mean, that's, that's, an, that's insane. The fact that we can't get anything going on the run game and it's primarily because of the, uh, the offensive line. So, yeah. um, it, it 
you know that I think the offensive line is the ugliest part of this this Giants game. So, I mean, you you kind of look at it this way, right? Like there are games where the quarterback gets sacked four five times, and like they're kind of like more maybe kind of get wrapped up sacks, or the quarterback falls down because he knows he can't escape, and like right, he's not getting beaten up like Devito, and you'll get to the Jets game later, but like he's not getting like completely beaten up like Devito did today, where the sacks are coming immediately where the, the blocks are busted right off the line and yeah you talk about the yeah. run game too right like barkley is I, I like i make the comparison i'm gonna make that comparison that i feel like with the jets they talked about Brees hall not being able to get those gritty yards barkley is certainly better at that but today he couldn't get any of that going like at right, all. any separation and right. in, in the flats any separation anywhere uh in the passing game of of any kind, right? So the fact that he couldn't even accomplish that today because of how bad the offensive line was, not even Barkley, who's been able to pull off those yards all year, could get those three, four yards and break those 10-yard runs to to do what he needed to do. It, and it Barkley had a game all around. Barkley had an amazing reception. He had this amazing reception that he caught with one hand, connected it to 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 his shoulder pad, made sure that he fought for that uh, a pass that could have easily have been an intercepted pass um, for first uh, for for a uh, for uh, a first down. But that pass came because Devito, like you know, was completely under pressure, and Devito just would not relent. He didn't want to throw the ball away. He he kept the play alive long enough to find Barkley and make that play. But that that you know, we can't rely. We can't live off of you know making plays uh, under such crazy duress. You know, uh, because all because then it means that the only way that we could win is uh, if our defense is 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 at a hundred percent. And the defense, unfortunately, had no takeaways. I think the one good thing from Devito too was that we didn't have a we didn't have any turnovers on offense, no interceptions, no fumbles the entire game. Um, which goes to show that the game was there to be won um, had we done uh, our job on defense and uh, and protected a little bit more on offense. Um, it's 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 a shame because you know moving forward, I don't. Uh, we have quarterback questions, but we don't have that big of quarterback questions, and we have we still have a season that's alive, but it's it's barely alive. I mean, we're treading water. And the water is up to our neck right now. We're we're very quickly about to get go underwater. Um, you know, it's nice to know that 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 our season is still technically alive, but it's hard to look forward to anything when you, we have you know the the Eagles twice in the next three weeks. So um, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a bit of a rough stretch coming up. I feel like yeah, looking forward in that way, like there's really not much of a mathematical chance at this point that the Giants are gonna make the playoffs. And when you look at mm-hmm. it from an emotional standpoint, you feel like having to beat the Eagles um, at their, at their best, being one of the best teams in the league. I mean, it's, it's arguably. But them, all the right. Cowboys, the 49ers, but let me say that. Let me around. ask you though, are the Eagles truly at their best? I think that even though they have like a, a an amazing they record, season, stretch, actually, the fact that they're not considered one of the best teams of the season and they're, they're winning their games in, in, in some very gritty fashion, uh, they, they're and and Jalen Hurts is now questionable for Monday's game. Um, I know that it's due to an illness, but there's been rumors that he's uh he's probably injured and just hiding it. Uh, well, um, I don't know. I mean, you know, we're gonna go we're gonna go into the next week, and it's gonna be for the Giants. The you know the Eagles they've already 
you know, in the playoffs, right? I mean, they, they haven't officially clinched, I believe, but there's no question that they're going to be in the playoffs. Um, but for the Giants, we're going to be coming out there hungry. We're going to be looking for the revenge game. Jalen Hurts is uh, um, possibly injured or hurt and not playing to his best. I think that the Eagles last year were much better than the Eagles this year. Um, I think, listen, if, if, if you guys can do it at least once this season, I feel like we can do it at least once this season also. So if we win out the next three games, um, you know, there's, 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 there's a decent chance depending what happened with the Rams, uh, moving forward and the saints, the Aints well, and the Aints. So yeah, Philadelphia, apparently they have clinched their playoffs, their playoff berth, right? So there, there is reason for them to say, pull Jalen Hurts out of the last couple of games, even if he's not that injured, say if he's right. even slightly injured, to protect him for the playoffs and say, you know, we've already clinched. We'll sacrifice whatever home field or whatever else we might be necessarily wanting and see if uh, their backup Marcus Mariota can get it done, right? Last year's right, former right. starter for the Falcons. So, I mean, it's it's possible, but, like, it's it's really one of the, the tough – the worst situations of being on the outside looking in because I mean, there's a lot of other good teams that are vying for this at this point. Like new Orleans, isn't a bad team. I feel like the NFC South is actually not the worst division. I feel like they're all above average teams that just beat the hell out of each other, which is why they're all sitting around that average point. Because on, if you look at how, how they play against other teams and other divisions, they don't often do that, that terribly. Not all of them, but the Falcons have done fairly well outside of their division a couple of times, New Orleans as well. Um, so, are, I mean, are the Eagles, even with Mariota as a starter, worse than the Saints, who just beat you all this week? I mean, Kamara's a fantastic player, but like offensively, no, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think that they're worse than the Saints. Uh, I think that when it comes to the NFC South, like, yeah, I think that the uh, Buccaneers and the Saints are not given the credit that they're that they're due. Um, uh, but I think that the Falcons may be getting more credit than they're due, and the Panthers suck. So that's more of like a 50-50. There's two teams that are good and two teams that are terrible, I think, down there. Um, you know, uh, with Desmond Ritter just – I don't know. He's he's making it happen, and he's in the play, and, and the Falcons are in the playoff picture. But uh, it's 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 I think a little bit by happenstance. Um, but but the thing that it scares me the most is I think that the Seahawks are are going to be able to make it. They're the biggest threat. If the Seahawks win against the uh, Eagles on Monday night, you know, like they have the easiest schedule I think coming up because I think they play. Let me see who they play. They play Seahawks. They are coming up against the Titans, the Steelers, who are free falling right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the Cardinals. So uh, yeah, after that Monday night game against Philadelphia, uh, I mean Seattle against a, a Marcus Mariota led Philadelphia Eagles. Um, wait, how is it? Wasn't wasn't uh. What's his name? Uh, my my good buddy over Geno Smith also injured though. Uh, yeah, I believe he might. I think I think I think well. that he is injured, but he's uh he's in for Monday night. So Jalen Hurts is uh, questionable, but uh, I believe that uh Geno Smith is still going to be in for Monday night. Um and and yeah, I think the Eagles is going to be their toughest uh test in the next four games. Um, if they can if they can if they can beat the Eagles, 
not sure that they can. I would I'm, I would still pick the Eagles in that game, regardless of who's uh, under center for the Eagles. But if they win against the Eagles, then they just need to beat the Steelers and the Cardinals, and you know they're in. I think so. Um, and and they would have the wild card spot. I think uh, above us. So. So you you want to steal at least one from Philadelphia and what beat the Rams? Like, now, but that's the thing. Rams we we essentially team, have to but... win out. We have to win out. The way that I look at it, okay, I look at it as like we need to beat the Eagles uh, with Jalen Hurts because he's going to play. Huh? Right? No, but Twice. see, here's the thing. I think that we'll play We'll play the Eagles. If we can beat the Eagles and Jalen Hurts, uh, then by the time that we face the Eagles again at the very end of the season, I think that the, uh, the Eagles are going to clinch their playoff berth. I think they're banged up enough that they probably won't start Jalen Hurts, and that's going well, to be an opportunity to beat berth, them as well. Um, and then, and then, you know, um, who is it that we got in between that? The Rams, the Rams, that's the Rams. right. And then, the and then we got the Rams. Team, of course, so I think if, if we win out are kind of like the, the beat random teams on a, on a random week kind of team this year at the same time. So like, yeah, the, the thing that sucks though, the reason that it becomes slightly mathematically impossible is because next week the Rams got the saints, right? So, or rather on Thursday, Either one of those teams gets a win, and that 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 pretty much shuts us out. That's why we needed to beat the Saints. So even though we're, we're not mathematically out. eliminated, it's the fact that the Saints and the Rams, who are both uh, ahead of us, um, that's what kind of kills us. So for us to be able to get into the playoffs, uh, the Rams need to win that game on Thursday, and then they need to lose the rest of their schedule, and then we need to win out against the Rams and the Eagles uh, and I believe that that gives us uh, the final wild card spot. At an eight and nine, at an eight and nine finish to finish out. You know what's crazy? I was talking about like you know, well, I was talking about how like crazy the season is and and how ridiculous it is. And agreeing with Tom Brady that that I do also feel like there is a lot of mediocrity uh, in the game. I think that it's because the game may be changing a little bit, so it's a little bit more in transition, um, uh, where we're seeing a, a lot more. We're seeing a lot more trick plays. We're seeing a lot more running uh, uh, running quarterbacks. We see we're seeing smaller linemen, um, faster tight ends, and the whole nine. Right. Um, so it seems like it does feel like there is some mediocrity. But one could also say that yeah, the league is a little bit more balanced because look, we have there's 30 teams. Maybe not 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 now, but before today, before the games were played, there were 30 teams that were in the hunt for the playoffs. As of today, 30 teams this late in the season. And that means that every single team has a fighting chance and every single fan base has something to root for this late in the season already, which isn't that bad. Um, you know, I think now officially it's it's probably at around 26 teams because the commanders were eliminated. The Jets were eliminated. Um, I think that by tomorrow we'll have like a couple other eliminations. Um, but still, that's an insane number of teams that are still in the hunt for a playoff spot. This late in the season. That's crazy. You know, so maybe the Amazon analytics that built this schedule um, did it the right way to 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 keep things interesting this far in. I think it might have been, yeah, the Tennessee, the Jets, New England, Washington, Arizona, Carolina, or that would put it at about 26. That would that those are the teams that have all been eliminated, eliminated right. completely yeah. from yeah, yeah, yeah. mathematical contention to make any kind of <laughs> run to the playoffs so even if the jets went out at this point which they won't most likely uh they they won't make it 
anymore. But we're hoping that the Giants can win out at this point, and maybe yeah. I mean, well, you know, like the, so, so, a couple of times. So, so even though I'm wearing black because it feels like it is a little bit of a funeral for the season, we are still alive. So I want to hold off on uh, any kind of talk about the uh, off season, what needs to be done. Even though it's obvious that we need to be targeting, you know, the, uh, the you know all line specifically. But we are we're still in it. I think that it's 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 okay from a fan perspective to still fantasize and dream about the future. But one team that doesn't have a future, as we just said, the Jets officially eliminated. And we I think that we can officially start talking about the offseason. Um Jose, I mean, you know, this is all you, this is your territory. Uh God, even seeing that number is so ugly. Uh zero and thirty. Oh, man, what it, it sucks to have been buried the way that you guys were buried today. We got the flip the flip side of last week almost, but worse because last week was a 36 win, and this week was a 30 to nothing loss that was 24 to nothing at the half. Um, I mean, you had the the comments that the rumors, maybe the unsubstantiated comments, who really knows like what it was at this point. Maybe we'll never know the truth about what Zach Wilson was saying about not wanting to play. Allegedly, right? And one of the reasons being that uh, he didn't want to get hurt because he'd already been told that he was going to get traded away from the Jets. And what the hell was the point of him going in there and possibly, I don't know, maybe getting a, a concussion around halftime or whatever the hell it was Man. that happened over there? Although Dude, that was so though, right? Because he's he supposedly has a concussion, but he's not going to be in concussion protocols. I mean, Dude, I don't, I don't know. That was dehydration, bro. So, 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 hear that? I didn't hear that specifically. What I heard, and this is coming from like at the halftime show, uh, what they were saying, the reason that he left, or no, it was just before halftime. It was uh, the sideline reporter was reporting that that um, uh, they put in Simeon with uh, I think a little over a minute left, or or at the two minute mark, um, uh, they took Zach out and. The uh, the report was that oh he's going to the locker room early you know they, they, he wants to go in there and like just you know get rehydrated and and kind of see if he's ready to come back out in the second half that is so I've never heard of someone saying like oh like you know we're gonna send him into the locker room early to rehydrate you know because if it's concussion protocol you go into the blue tent first and then you go into the locker room no that doesn't make sense so I feel like. You know what I really think that might have happened? And this is all obviously, you know, um, uh, speculation. You know, this is my own opinion. I didn't hear this from anywhere. I didn't see this online anywhere. I think Zach Wilson went to Solomon and was like, you know what? I think I'm not feeling it. Um, you know, I think it might be better to put Simeon in. I think that Salah, you know, I think that he went to Solomon and was basically, he quit on the, he quit on the job. We'll never really know. I mean, I have no idea what the hell is happening there. But when when you're getting absolutely assaulted in, in basically a similar way, because I like I said, I was watching the games on multiview. And you know, okay, fine. So we're gonna talk about it like from the perspective of the good, the bad, the ugly. The Jets defense was okay today, even though I, I think the bad part of it was I don't really understand why with Tyreek Hill out of the game, you didn't have Sauce Gardner shadowing uh Jalen Waddle everywhere he went because Waddle was carving up the Jets defense today uh, you know he's the only man really out there of their wide receivers because they have a few injuries of their own but I mean just the offensive line play was unbelievably bad I mean the quarterbacks were bad everything was bad but the 
the offensive line was ugly. I mean, the, those were the, I mean, I got to see a little bit of some other games today and you're probably right that anecdotally by the numbers, by the eye test, like the giants are the worst offensive line in the league, but sure as hell, we're like not really that far behind. We got to be 30, yeah. 30 or something like that. I mean, that was I, disgusting to watch. I think that I was think, a little bit like, I'll let you get to it in a second. But oh, yeah, what yeah. I was talking about, about the, you know, getting those really big sacks that rattle you versus like, kind of fallen down a couple like like Tua I think fell down once in in the game to avoid getting a big hit and avoid yeah it's the only it's the only sack it's the only sack that uh, you guys that that you guys are able to get on them right but yeah go go ahead get get to it what's uh what was your opinion of what you saw (laughs) oh well well see here's the thing like I I do kind of want to go back because it's funny that you mentioned the whole like defensive side I didn't see any 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 uh defensive snaps for the Jets because I was Going back and forth between the Giants and the Jets, I was sticking to watching mm-hmm. the uh, the offenses as much as possible um, because I wanted to at least see what Zach would do this week and stuff. Um, so 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 it sucks to hear that like that Sauce wasn't able to like really perform or or rather that he was possibly misused. Um, but from the offensive side, here's the thing about the way that I look at it: yes, both offensive lines are really bad. Um, they're terrible. Like there's no. You, you can't even really compare it. But I Farrell. think that the difference is worse than the class. I think the difference is that that on the uh, on the Giants, on the Giants, I feel like I just get the sense from from the interviews, from from everything aside from, and, and, and the fact that we were running, we were, you know, going on a three game winning streak. I get the sense that the uh, the team is a little bit more together and fighting a little harder, whereas with the Jets. I feel like they've gone through this all season over and over and over again. And I think that they just end up quitting earlier. You know, they fight not as hard um, to do their job. Uh, and, 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 uh, and that might be, that might be one of the reasons why the offensive line is, 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 is as bad as it is. Um, but then again, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Right. Like, I think that like, for example, Tommy DeVito, taking these like hard atrocious hits a lot of that's because you know tackle you know the, the lines being busted defense is being busted um they're they're getting blindsided and stuff like that whereas with the jets i feel like it's a combination of that as well as a lot of indecision um on uh, the quarterback's point uh part uh i don't know how many sacks um zach took versus uh trevor simeon but i i feel like it's just lack of effort is i think what i what i noticed more from the offensive line on the Jets, um, so I think the lack but of effort. Again, I, I have to like admit that I didn't. Like you know, I my eyes. Excuse me. I feel like it was it was a lot of like so. What it kind of boiled down to, I feel like, was lack of execution, lack of effort, definitely more so than the Giants. I think this is this is a, a, a hot take, but I think like on paper, right, the Jets are supposed to have a slightly more talented offensive line than the Giants do on paper, right? At the beginning of the season, that's probably something that we would have that like, I don't know, PFF or somebody else would have said not a hell of a lot better, but like, yeah, the, the effort wasn't there. The execution wasn't there, but also like, it feels like, like, again, there's just not of a lot of adjustment and this is this is mostly on Salah. You have to say right because the co- the coaching doesn't make the adjustments that they need to make. Last week against the Titans, um, 
or against the Texans, we had this uh, this great game plan in the second half, and you know we we kind of made these great adjustments. We switched to more twelve personnel, personnel, more thirteen personnel, a lot more play action, a lot of the things that Zach executes really well. The offense executes really well. Something that Brees Hall is good at. Uh, Dalvin Cook, like everybody kind of thrives in that environment. Then you get Ruckert mm-hmm. out on the field more. Like things just work really well there. They started that game this way. That's one of the th- first things that if you looked at the thread when we started the games today that I commented on was, oh, hey, look, they're coming out in 12 personnel. Like I think there were two tight ends out there. Like, all right, they're getting started with the right offensive mindset. And I think they did a right. run, run, pass kind of, which is, okay, again, why necessarily are they doing it that way? And then the deep, the the team doesn't make any appropriate adjustments, and it it goes both ways because you didn't get to see as much of the defensive side of the ball, but like it was really immediate that DJ Reed wasn't going to be able to keep up with Waddle because I think it was on one of the first offensive plays of the game he got burned entirely by Waddle for like a sixty yard touchdown, like he fell down trying to trying to to stop him from getting the pass, Waddle catches it and just burns him to the end zone. So it was immediate immediately apparent that he wasn't going to be able to keep up with him and you should probably have sauce kind of play, you know, the shadow on Waddle. So the coaching just didn't make any kinds of appropriate adjustments this week. And on the offensive side to kind of address the offensive line, they kept going to the play action, which again, like I said, was a fantastic last week because it's something that the the Jets offense does well, but it's when the run game is doing something and the run game hadn't been established at all. They were doing play action on like the third, fourth play of the gameplay. I didn't really understand what they were doing. And like the, the fact that they're not making these adjustments, I think is one of the, the biggest failings of the Jets coaching staff. And I mean, you could say the Jets in general, right? Because anybody on that offense can say like, hey, maybe this is not working. We should try something else. It's work. It's happened before on the sideline. We've had supposed examples of that, like you know, uh, uh, Brees Hall or somebody somebody like Aaron Rodgers calling something out and saying like, Hey, let's try something else. Maybe not Aaron Rodgers, but we've had examples of this. So it's really frustrating to see that again. But I think, this week. I think, that, I think that that's, I think that that is a, that is a symptom of the season though, because I think that what, what most likely is going on this late in the season is you're not making the adjustments necessarily or, or primarily because you've only seen you know kind of one scheme kind of work and 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 if you look at what adjustments you can make you have to have evidence of those adjustments having worked before and if if you're going if 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 you're you're trying to change it up now this week compared to you know how you guys are playing all season you already know what doesn't work or hasn't worked for the entire season so it's like you know in a, in a way it's almost like a chick- i don't want to say chicken and egg but it's just like I don't know where the confidence would come to make the adjustment if it's like, all right, well, that adjustment didn't work all season. Why well, should I do it now? Sure. But like, you know, something like the waddle, not making the adjustment on on. Yeah, I mean, you you put sauce on waddle, but then you know, does it open up the other side then for the for the Dolphins? Um, I suppose you could really you could you could be like it doesn't hurt to try, right? As much of a threat, you know what I mean? Like with Tyreek yeah. Hill out. I mean, they have a solid tight end, but they like, I think they're down to like their fourth or fifth wide receiver because of injuries right now. So they're not yeah. really thriving in that department. Like, I think yeah, well, those are the kind of things that, that are just really, really obnoxious and just don't make a lot of sense with the way yeah. the adjustments on defense. And, and again, like, 
I don't really understand like what why they didn't go to a little bit more of what they did with Simeon in the second half, even though he had his own problems. Like earlier on I, in the game, know, I, I mean, honestly, maybe it's like you said, maybe Zach gave up, but like I just don't don't see anything think, think, happening in the first two quarters to 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 see what's out there and play to what's out there from the Jets coaching staff. So, you know, the, the thing is, I, I I don't want to beat a dead horse. You already know where I stand on Zach Wilson and where I stand on on the backups that you did have because you don't have Burrow anymore. Um, but the, the you know, for me, the truth is that I thought I thought that it was quickly apparent that the uh, that that um, that I already have my answer on Zach, and I felt like it was a little bit proven today. And the reason I say that is because even though Simeon came in on just like the last two minutes or last minute of the uh, the first half, in that in that in that one minute, he already had uh, better offensive play than Zach Wilson had in the entire first half. And then you stack on top of that um, how he performed in the second half, even though he still didn't perform good. I don't even want to say great. I don't even want to say good. I don't think that he did good really at all um it was still serviceable and it's kind of one of those things where like okay that's great that it was serviceable in the second half but you guys were all you know the dolphins are already kind of running away with the game 24 to 0 coming out it makes it hard to 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 want to fight when it does feel like a lot of the jets have already given it up um and 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 i think that uh i'd made this comment in the group chat um i had actually made this comment earlier to to walt where this is why I think that Zach uh, is, is, and I've said it all season long, okay? He wears the red dress. That red shirt is the red dress, okay? Um, he wears the red dress. He shows you, he shows the team a ton of good stuff in practice. Why? Because there's no stakes in practice. And last week, he had that amazing game. Why? Because there's literally no stakes, you know? There were zero stakes in that game. The stadium was empty because everyone knew that there was nothing really to play for. And what does Zach do? He goes out there and has a 300 pass game. It was over 300 yards. Yeah. I believe yeah, so. 300. It was like 301. Like Yeah. Something, something like, that. like that. Yeah. He had just, it was like, it was the first time in his career or, or first time this season. No, not the first time in his career. First time this season. Right. No. It was four, yeah, it's gotta be first time this season. season his, then. his career. I think he had two last year or two his first um, year, one the year, one year last year, something like that. Right. So, so, so you look at that. And, and the reason I think is because, I think that Zach performs when there's literally zero pressure. I think seeing a stadium that was empty was easy for Zach to play and perform. And I think that the reason he didn't perform this week was less about the Dolphins, although there is a very specific reason why I think that it sucked that you guys played play the Dolphins this close together. Um, I think it was also because he now has all the pressure of his performance, his own performance, you know? Maybe there was a ton of pressure before to fill Aaron Rodgers' shoes, to to be the, uh, oh, he's the number two overall pick, um, being in New York. Maybe all of that pressure was already gone. But now, after the performance from last week, everybody having faith in him, they're like, you know what? He is good. Look, he can do this again. Just do half of what you did last week. He's now going out there, I think, and feeling like now I have to live up to my own hype from last week. And I think that that ended up freezing him in a few positions. We've, we've done this to death. But, like, again, what do you expect anyone to do when, like, his first 11 snaps, he was hurried eight times. There were – one of the offensive linemen got two penalties in a row. Like, the first sack, the first fumble, absolute mess. I agree. After that, the kid was running for his life the entire time. He only got 11, 11 throws in the first half. Like – 
again, I'm not trying to ride some train to say that Zach is the future of the Jets team. But when you don't have anything going for you on the offensive line, when literal literal blocks were busted and, and the, the offensive, the announcers are talking about how, like, he doesn't even have a second. Sometimes right. I think yeah. I saw at least two blocks where he was smothered in less than one second and at least one block where he was in the pocket and then with nowhere to step up because the pocket immediately collapsed on top of him. And I, like that, that was basically it. So but it's, it's just, I get that the, the idea is that the quarterback is always the solution, but when DeVito has a bad game, it's not about DeVito. It's about the offensive line. When Zach Wilson has a bad game, it's not about the offensive line. It's Zach Wilson. Like but, I don't get the logic about behind all. But that's what I'm trying to say. That like lives all day today. Right, but that's what I'm trying to say. That like it would be, be the same statistics. The reason I say that is because we have a, a comparison in game. That's the reason I bring it up. You know, it'd be one well, thing if me with two interceptions, he got sacked twice. I mean, well, the second interception really does shouldn't count. First of all, because it's I mean, you know there's always this what should and shouldn't count. Oh, hold, on, hold, on, backups, hold on, hold on, like, hold on, hold on. Why is that? Why do we always do that with the backups? Like, there's no the, oh, no because be it's not it's not that that's not the reason. I didn't say that it's because of Simi. It's because it's in garbage the time. First awful interception where he like overthrew him by like five yards and three he three still had he still had 110 yards of offense of passing yards versus 26. And with the exception of one minute in the first half, that's equal time to Zach with the same O line from the same day from the same against the same team. So that's what I'm trying to say. Game though, like I, I just okay, whatever. Moving on, Zach Wilson sucks. Whatever. I I don't, I don't get the harping on on the Zach Wilson and how Trevor Simeon is that much better with a 14 for whatever the hell. I think it was 14 for 27 with like 110 yards, two interceptions, sacked twice. Okay. Watch, the watch only reason I say it is because you say that you don't get it, and I'm trying to give you the example from the game in in real time. That's why, <laughs> you know. But it's, it's like not a much better stat line. And if you want to go for pure, pure QB rating, his was actually worse than Zach Wilson. Like, so it's it uh, doesn't I don't get know. better. He had, he had about still a zero percent. points. Like, I don't really understand why. You know, it, it's they both sucked. Yeah, I know that the, they both the Dolphins sucked. walked all over this team all day. And that was kind okay. of that. all right. I mean, you know, like, okay. I don't know what to say. You say that you don't see the logic, and I'm trying to give you the logic behind it. Well, what, what, and then what you don't want to hear the logic. You're, 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 like, what is the the? I guess the point of the argument constantly. Like, we know Zach Wilson is not the guy. Like, I get that. But Trevor, right, right. I know that. The reason, he's not gonna, the reason he's not I'm bringing it up is because there's nothing else to talk about. That's why he wouldn't have won. I'm going to pivot to like. I'm gonna pivot to like, all right. So then, what now? Because there's no more season. There's we have your answers on all your quarterbacks, including Simeon, all your backups. Everything yeah, they're all terrible. What now? Nobody's gonna win. Maybe Aaron Rodgers could come back just to like. He's not know, coming back at all. Now with those facial expressions and reactions from sideline. Well, uh, I'm just What's saying, like, I mean, you know, that's that's the reason we're talking about it because there's nothing. There's literally, I can understand, like, maybe a week ago, there's still something that you can talk about outside of. The quarterback situation, right? You still, you still have like the 0.01% chance of playoffs. But now that you're eliminated, and now that it seems that the answers on all the QBs in your room is is answered, and I think that even the answers, I think on the front office and the coaching, you have a lot of those answers. What do you want to see done in the offseason? I mean, you have to kind of 
think about what's going on with in the next couple of weeks too, because if Zach Wilson is actually out next week and has a concussion, that means that Aaron Rodgers will probably be our emergency quarterback. We have we have <sighs> Trevor Simeon, we have Brett Rippon, and then we have Aaron Rodgers. We have three quarterbacks. I think we signed Brett Rippon onto the practice squad and as our emergency quarterback. So we have three. Yeah, we have three. Remember that the emergency quarterback doesn't need to be signed, though. Remember that, like that—that that was a rule that was changed, and it's an option. But it's not again—it's not guaranteed that they're going to put a third uh, quarterback on there. I don't yeah, think. I don't. I don't. Like, think, I don't <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't think that Aaron Rodgers gets dressed at all. And I believe this Wednesday is the deadline to add uh, to to activate him for the rest of the season. So, um, is it? Like he yeah, they, they, announced, they, they had said it during uh, the broadcast uh, that, that this Wednesday is the deadline to to uh, activate anybody off of the uh, injury injury report or injury injury reserve to activate them for the season. After this Wednesday, anybody that's on injury reserve uh, can't be reactivated. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to talk about what even the future is. This, this team is eliminated. We have the same problems. For the most part, like we, you have maybe a more certain QB room in, in on the Giants side because you have Daniel Jones, you have a decent backup in in Tommy DeVito. Clearly, you have a decent backup in Tyrod Taylor when he can stay healthy, which is not very often, but it is what it is. He's probably not going to be here next year anyway. I think he's he's his contract is up, but I mean. The Jets and the Giants are in semi-similar situations when it comes to, like, what do you do in the draft upcoming, right? You don't want to talk about what's going on with the Giants in the offseason, but there's still this – we're near the bottom of, of the league right now, both of our teams. There's mm-hmm. no hope for us. There's some hope for you. And it's kind of like a do what, – what do you want to do to address the issues on this team? Because, again, I, I feel like – you have to to look at the issues with the offensive line on both sides of both on both of these teams and say to yourself, you know, if is anybody really going to be successful on the team like this, other than like a true, like, like really a Mahomes, like who the hell else can be completely successful with absolutely no offensive line, take a team to the playoffs, take a team, like not just take the team to the playoffs and maybe losing a divisional round, losing a wild card, losing a conference game, but like actually take our teams to the Super Bowl, which is ultimately the goal, right? Like we're not, we don't give a shit about like, hey, this quarterback, this offensive line, these guys can take us to like the conference championship. Nobody cares about that. With this offensive line, with either of these teams, it's not going to happen. I don't really care who's who's back there. I don't care if it's Aaron Rodgers. I don't care if you're talking about Caleb Williams next year, Bo Nix, whoever the hell is behind the offensive line mm-hmm. on either of these teams, right? Unless you have, again, somebody who's truly – can extend any play. And the only person that can do that consistently is a Patrick Mahomes because he's in a similar situation. He has no wide receivers. He has a decent offense, a much better offensive line, but he is still managing to somehow win games. You see other quarterbacks struggle. Jalen Hurts struggles. Josh Allen struggles. You know, Dak Prescott has his struggles in games when, when the, the pressure is on and you game plan against him. The only person that you can't actually game plan against in any situation is Mahomes. I know I'm harping on this, right? But, like, what do you really plan for in the future if you can't figure out how to either, A, keep these offensive lines healthy or, or B, even get a, a steady offensive line in the, in the first place? I mean, we have 
completely busted offensive linemen on both of our teams this year that were supposed to actually give us something like a Becton on our side, like an Evan Neal on your side. Like how it, it's really right, hard right. To, but, to do going forward. I think but that's, but that's the thing. Like I'm asking, I'm asking the whole offseason, not just the draft, right? Because I right. think like if 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 it was me and I'm a, and I'm a Jets fan, I'm not going to call for anything because I'm not a Jets fan. But if I was a Jets fan, mm-hmm. I would say there's enough already. There's enough damage done, and I would say enough trauma done that it's blow everything up, get rid of Joe Douglas, get rid of the coaching staff, keep whatever you keep on the team, and just blow it up. I think that like you have too many good pieces on your team to squander it with with management that. Really doesn't know what they're doing. It seems like I think that the coaches um, have a lot of good strengths. Again, the special teams and your and your defense didn't just wake up one day and be like this. Okay, that's due to your coaching staff. Um, uh, and and you didn't you didn't you didn't just like pick and choose from the draft. Joe Douglas got these people on your team, uh, but they're faltering in some other places. And I think that the uh, the bad is 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 too bad compared to the good and i think that i would want to see you know a new gm new new head coach go in there it's kind of the same thing that that, that the giants did getting dable and shane in there to evaluate what they what, what was on the team including daniel jones and then you know making something of it um and then going from there um so uh like like that's what my biggest thing is is you, we already know what you have to address in the draft okay uh whether you take a qb or not priority one top two priority is going to be your offensive line protection you need to you, it you just need offensive line protection and depth we both need that however again for the giants i know i'm confident in the front office and the coaching staff that's going to pick those people i'm not confident in joe douglas and uh and the staff and company to pick these people and then develop them so I feel, like, I feel like that's an unfair assessment because we're kind of in the same boat. We don't have offensive lines. You're slightly more sure about what's going on with your quarterback room. You're less sure of what's going on with your wide receivers than, than we are even somehow, because we at least have one piece that we understand is going to be like the future there. Defensively, we're both in kind of the same boat. And like, it's a similar thing because if you look at it again, it is that sim- same chicken and egg situation. You even said it yourself. Yes, they they, you know, are, are issues with the coaching. There's issues with the front office, but there there's also Brees Hall, Quincy Williams, Quinnen Williams, you know, Garrett Wilson. There's there's these these home run players that were drafted by a Joe Douglas that were developed by a Salah and his coaching staff. It's hard to to completely blow up the entire experiment. I think because like everyone says, this was supposed to be an Aaron Rodgers led team offensive line obliterated by injuries like none of this was really supposed to turn out the way that it did you know we lost we again we lost three things that we were we were counting on our starting quarterback within the first four plays davis who retired and an mm-hmm. offensive line that has been as much of a turnstile not just you know in letting people sack the quarterback but in terms of how many different people have cycled into that offensive line it's it's the same damn situation you can't say but one another but the thing is, it's not because let me ask you this: Even as a Jets fan, okay, do, it, do you feel like there's a question about the leadership on the Giants? Do I feel like there's a question about the leadership on the Giants? Like, in, in do you think? Team? Do you think that? Do you think that Dable or Joe Shane will lose their jobs in the next three years? 
in the next three years? I mean, possibly. What do you mean in the next three years? Really? Course, you think so? Because I, 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 I don't think I don't think a, I don't think a single Giants yes, fan would so. uh, would 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 question that they're going to be our leadership for the next five years. If you Easily. have another bad year next year, Dable and Shane are out. I mean, you can't you can't be that delusional. No, absolutely. Years, I don't think so at all. I don't think so at all. Because the thing is, like the thing is, the thing the thing is that I think that we came in, we had a we had a bad year this year, obviously, but we came in with much less than you guys did. And for five, some reason, five, like the guys, no, none of the Giants fan really feel that bad give, about this. You're season. gonna give Dable and Shane seven years, and you're gonna give Joe Douglas and Joe, and Robert Sala three. This is what you're telling me, like because you guys whiffing so bad. You got one one playoff appearance so far, right? With Dable, right, right. Okay, so mm-hmm. what what are we talking about here? Again, you can't give a man a five year a five year advance on his contract for one because I, because I don't think that we have that. We, I don't think that we have that big of a question when it comes to our coaching staff. And the, the, uh, the front similar, office. That's you the have thing. to get one playoff win. It's it's. But, but that's circumstantial, right? Like five you know, we... years is is way too much to say. Like okay, no matter what happens with this team in the next two, no, years, I'm, pre- I'm, pre- years, I'm pretty confident. I'm pretty it. confident that the vast majority. We can put a poll out there if we want. The vast majority of Giant fans, as well as professionals, have no question about Dable and Shane. And I think that it's not, so. There's, there's no a reason why in the locker room. Agree with that. If you have huh? three bad seasons or two bad seasons after this, they're out. There's there's none of this five. No, no, that, that, that's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. However, I don't think that we're gonna have bad seasons like that. Not like this one. I don't that's think that we're gonna like that. that would be I mean, that would be an, an an insane anomaly to have the uh the kind of see like our issue. You you guys had a quarterback that went down because of an Achilles. Okay, one quarterback, and then the rest of it was. Just really bad quarterback play, really bad coaching, really bad offensive coordination, right? For us, we had we lost everything. And however, our locker room is still intact. We don't have any issues with uh, the trust behind the uh, the players with each other and the players on the coaching staff. And I think that the perception is that Joe Shane very much knows what he's doing. Um Whereas with the with the, with the Jets, it's all very much anecdotal. I mean, no, not at all. I get this it? Is like, how's this anecdotal? Because the, the results are the same. Again, if the, if these two the results are the same, the circumstances well are not next the same. year. They're just as much out as as any Salad Douglas led Jets team. No, the, 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 but the circumstances are different. That's why, because we don't have, we don't have one of the top corners in the entire game. We don't have one of the top receivers in the game. You know, we have one of the top running backs in the game, just like you guys do. But we don't have like a lot of the top players that you guys have. Not to mention that you guys also happen to have a yeah, Hall of Fame it's, quarterback, right? It's very much splitting hairs. I think the results are still the same. That's the next not year, splitting hairs at all. Situation. If not at all. Years, you guys are still like like have this essentially the same. We both have the same record. Like yeah, we had a right? way tougher schedule than you guys did by a mile. Our strength of schedule was four and five at the beginning of the season. We went over this. Man, so did, I don't we know. Did go over this. We I think yeah, but I think that, I think like, that this, that was this, I think that that was yeah, this is I think that that air. was I don't know I don't think so man because because I don't strength of so. schedule was four and five we went over this in these in the schedule release I don't know man that's that's we uh, I would like to revisit harder. that then because I think that I don't think that there that there really no, was we another team that had a worse schedule than the schedule absolutely I remember this we can go back to that episode okay all right 
But both I don't think that it's splitting hairs. I, 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 I'm going to agree to disagree. Um, I, I, again, I don't like, like, like I said, I don't have a lot of stuff went wrong in this season for the Giants, but I, I don't, I do not feel as shaky as most Jets fans do about their team. I don't know if if you if you feel confident about having the the worst offense in the league compared to our second worst or whatever the hell it is mm-hmm. worst and second worst either way around then then I don't know why what where where you place your confidence honestly because well because we're still in an actual rebuild and Daniel Jones hasn't had a chance to truly be who who he can be and the you circumstances of Daniel Jones going down twice the way that he did Rod Taylor going down the way that he did we can't do this revisionist history there was none of this it's not revisionist you know, history rebuild. are you kidding me how is this revisionist last history? year how's huh? that being in a rebuild you guys made made a playoff game last yeah year. exactly and that's why we made a playoff game with a shit team that had absolutely nothing and the only thing that we had was daniel jones and saquon barkley we're literally in a rebuild they got brought in to rebuild right. this team and we we drafted a bunch of pieces some of that worked out some of that has not worked out and we're gonna still keep having to draft it's Maybe part the of the rebuild however rebuild. you guys i don't i don't i don't know where any of this was at the beginning of the season because there was no talks of talking because about it, because it was <laughs> because it was it was like okay yes we obviously went in there into the season I went into the season wanting more than what we did last year but you guys said it yourself you guys that we overachieved and we did we obviously over we we overachieved last season and this is really the Giants that we are but we are in a rebuild there's no question about it however you guys are not in a rebuild you will be very soon but you're not. You guys have almost all the pieces that you guys need. And the biggest questions that you guys have is on is on coaching and, and direction. We don't have those questions. At the beginning of the season, we both predicted that the, that the Giants were going to go to 11-6. and six, So, Right, rebuild, I understand I that. But that's okay, also me being, that was me being hopeful, right? That's me being... 11-6 rebuilds, it, does, it doesn't... It's not what it looks you like, think but, that we weren't in a rebuild? You're you're not at the beginning of a rebuild. You have a quarterback. You have a running back. You have a defense. You have a tight end. You're missing a wide receiver. You're missing. We just got this defense. We're developing all of that right now. Last year's defense wasn't this bad, though. Like, I mean, you you had Dex last year. You had a lot of these. Yeah, we had Dex last, last year. year. You had and the same. And we lost. We lost Julian year. Love, and we 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 got look. Flot is new. Banks Banks is new. Uh, uh Kayvon Thibodeau in his second year. You know, these are all still brand new pieces. Huh? Yeah, it's second year. I mean, like... We're in a rebuild. A rebuild doesn't happen in one season. A rebuild happens over three to five. We are in a rebuild. You guys are not. That's what I'm trying to say. I, I, again, I don't really see what the effective difference is other than we drafted a a wide receiver. That's the only difference. Okay. Okay. I'll call it. Call it. I mean, you think you think you you think that we have? I mean, we've been saying it all season. You think that we have as an equal offense to you guys from weapon standpoint? We have a wide receiver that's better than yours, but like, other than that, what do we have? We don't have a tight end that's equal to Waller. We have a running back that's maybe close to yours. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, like the pieces, if you put them side by side, we have a wide receiver. You have a tight end. Like our offensive lines both suck. Yes, we have Aaron Rodgers, but y'all had the forty million dollar, you know, Daniel Jones at the beginning of the season. Injuries decimated that for the quarterbacks. In the majors, injuries decimated that for both offensive lines. But like when you put the pieces together next to each other, it's really not that different. It's really it's, not. It's, 
I mean, sure. I mean, like I said, I'm going to agree to disagree because we're definitely not going to, we're definitely not going to see eye to eye on this one. I can't believe that you think that the giants are not in a rebuild and that the jets and that, and that the, and that neither are the jets, I guess. Uh, I mean, I don't think that the jets are in a rebuild. I don't see how, I don't see how, uh, even though both teams record-wise um, are are in the same place, I don't see how we're in the same phase of our team development. That's where this I disagree is, with you. This is the first year that we put this team together, including Aaron Rodgers, so same phase. Just like you with all the rookies you got. Yeah, but you guys got all a bunch of veterans. You're not in a rebuild. You're in a mercenary year. You're hire everyone for Super Bowl. I mean, okay? just because veterans are there doesn't mean that. But that's that, not a rebuild. That's that's a that's a patchwork to try to win team. this year. That's the difference. I, I guess I that's mean, like the I, LA I Rams. Like, like LA Rams gave up everything also. in order to win the Super Bowl. That's yeah, not every, rebuilding. Every detail is the same. The Giants were trying to win this year, also. It's not like well, we're all trying to win, but the difference win the is Bowl. how we're doing it versus right. how you're doing it. That's the difference. We're doing it by trying to develop talent over time. You guys are trying to do it by getting everything that you can, big high pieces this season and win this year. That's the difference, right? Like the vast majority of your team is going to be gone next year. We got Aaron Rodgers, and we got a couple of veterans to to that aren't even not just a couple, pieces. not just a couple, man. What superstar but, veteran did we sign besides Aaron Rodgers? No, it doesn't have to be superstar veteran, but veterans, right? I mean, you guys Randall got Dalvin Cook for a reason. You guys got you guys got Randall Cobb for a reason. You guys got all of Aaron Rodgers' friends Alan for Lazar, a reason. This wasn't this wasn't this wasn't penalties. These are all oh right, but these were all done to win this year a Super Bowl, not to rebuild this team. But they weren't again, they weren't expected to be in the position that they are. Do you think I understand retiring. that? I understand that. I'm not saying like, like, effectively, but, oh, wait, again, what I'm trying to tell you is that players. I understand that they we're weren't talking about developing players. Quincy, again, Quincy Williams, Quincy Williams, Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, Jermaine Johnson, like. We're developing players too. We're also in a rebuild. Like when you look at the pieces, it's again <laughs> the same thing. You're not in a rebuild like, yet, man. You guys we are in a, no, no. Rogers, you guys are in a Super Bowl or bust right now. If you guys were in a rebuild, you would never have gotten Aaron Rodgers and all of his teams or, or all of his friends. That's not rebuild at all. At all. If you were in a rebuild, you save, you 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 build and you save and everything. You don't you don't hedge the entire team in order to bring in all these pieces to try to win this year or next year. And this is from this is from Woody's mouth himself. Okay. This is from Woody's mouth himself that we are going to the Super Bowl in the next three years. Okay. That's not rebuild mind, in mindset. In the next three years, coming out of the mouth of the owner doesn't affect what the actual effective things being done behind the again scenes. i'm you know we're Getting gonna Aaron i'm gonna really stop right here i say agree to disagree because you know let's move on we both said they were gonna be 11 to 6 at the beginning of the season but we'll agree right a prediction's a prediction but we also couldn't predict what happened in the season that doesn't change that doesn't change what the teams are doing you know like this is what i what i would have wanted to be out of out of our team that we're rebuilding and you know, the record that I saw that, that I had predicted for you guys is what I would have wanted to see from the Jets out of a team that's trying to win right now. So, but, you know, but anyway, what do we got? What do we got going game. forward? Right. Because we got we got uh, the Giants have um, I already freaking forgot on my head. Uh, yeah, the, we got the Eagles on Monday. You got to win out the win out, win out this game and beat Marcus Mariota, possibly, I guess, if if. No, I, I think he. I think I think Jalen Hurts plays. Jalen Hurts doesn't play. 
I think Jalen Hurts plays. I think that he sits out the last two games. Who do you think is going to be? Well, I guess it's going to be DeVito at the quarterback this week again. And well, I don't think so. I would not be Taylor out there. I would not be surprised if they do like extended concussion protocol protocol test on DeVito. They look at the tape and they decide that, like, you know what, we're going to sit you out and put Terod Taylor out, right? Terod is healthy. Terod is, you know, fresh and stuff. DeVito's banged up off of this game and, again, most likely going to be in concussion protocol. I think that we probably end up seeing Terod Taylor with DeVito suited up possibly to have to come in in the second half if things are really, really bad. But I don't think that DeVito starts next week. I mean, do you think that that that's really uh, the move if you want to actually try to make the playoffs to play Tyrod Taylor off the bench when DeVito's giving you more success or is this? No, no, no. I think, again, I think that it's going to be, no, it's not that what I want. I would want DeVito, but I think that based off of uh, seeing, not seeing his performance, but seeing how he was moving, how slow he was to react and the fact that they had to test him for concussions. Again, players, players are going to tell you what they want, what the doctors want to hear in game in order to, in order to uh to to get themselves back out on the field you know like shoulders clicking but they're gonna tell it yeah yeah i'm good look my arm is good you know even though they're feeling pain they're gonna fight through it because they want to play but in this week when they're going to do more tests more kind of uh expanded tests on the veto as well as look at the tape and and probably see that he's wobbly he's banged up and all that they, I think that they're going to make the decision for him. I think that DeVito's been great, and especially playing here in the, uh, uh, on the East Coast, um, because you know, even though it's the Eagles and it's and it's Philly and stuff like that, Philly is full of Italians. So I think that we're going to have we're going to have if we were to play DeVito, that we would have probably a better chance with DeVito in 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 Philly with uh, the Italian heritage and everything than we would with Tarad. I just don't <laughs> think that they would allow there, like Rocky. Yeah, right. Could you imagine? Besides, I think that again, being over here in Philly, I mean, you know, you're gonna see the entire DeVito family going down to the Eagles just to just to just to root just to root DeVito if he's playing. What so. what what does this say then for the Giants' chances of winning this game? If you feel that Tyrod's gonna be playing this game and you guys have to win out these next three games, what is what are your thoughts? Well, I put it less on the Results. on the quarterback and I put it on the defense. Same thing as with the Jets. The, the the our offensive line and 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 our offense in general is not great to win the games on their own, but our defense can be. And I think that if you know the Eagles are pretty banged up, I think our defense is actually not that banged up, you know. Um, but I think that uh if our defense can can put the pressure on the uh, Eagles. Uh, offensive line is a little banged up. Uh, you know, Jalen Hurts possibly banged up as well. I think that we could put enough pressure in order to maybe get some takeaways. And 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 as long as Devito has done what he's been doing, or rather, as long as the Gi- the Giants do what they've been doing, which is protecting the ball, right? No interceptions, no fumbles. Um, if we can keep the protection alive, and the defense can get a few takeaways and and do what the Jets did, which is you know win this game for us. I think that that's how we win. I wouldn't put it on DeVito or Terod Taylor, especially with this offense, um, to to go out there and win the game for us. But I I would put it on them to manage it and have the have the defense win it for us. I think um, I, I earlier in the season and in our postseason thoughts on what what happened in this game, I did predict that the Giants were going to lose this one and win at home on the last game of the season. I don't think that's going to change. I think that your defense is better than I expected it to be, but your offense is worse. So it kind of becomes a wash. And 
sure the Eagles are maybe not as as good as they could be, but in Philadelphia, uh, y'all don't have the best track record against the Eagles or Jalen right, Hurts. Yeah. Um, I think you still have a good chance at home at the end of the season, but I think this is going to be a tough game, especially if you don't if you have a yeah. hasn't been in there for a little bit, Tyrod Taylor and maybe at best a uh, uh, a banged up uh tommy cutlets we'll see and then for the jets you guys got the commanders that are they're they're, they're visiting over here so uh the commanders also defeated also eliminated um neither teams uh have really anything to look for except for their own uh records for the rest of the season each individual player for the uh, rest of the season um uh but the you know it's the commanders i think that your defense trounces the commanders so as long as the defense shows up and uh shows up to get paid uh the jets will uh i think that the jets will come out on top a little a, 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 too little too late but um i think that they will uh end up winning out against the uh, commanders i mean if it if it's a win it's a six to three kind of affair but i mean it's it's really hard to predict what the hell you're going to get because you're either going to get a sort of okay like offensive line that plays like in the bottom third at best or like absolute worst offensive line of the week like we got out of both of our teams this this week um i mean i'm, I'm going to have to give it to the commanders it's just too it's just too really? much inconsistency from the offensive line the commanders are are not a great team but I mean, neither are the Jets, and we've we've shown that uh, that we can lose two bad teams even this year. Yeah, that's true. I mean, at this point, there's definitely nothing to play for. Um, I mean, the defense probably isn't isn't going to break their own backs for for absolutely nothing to play for next week, other than what a little bit of pride. They're already they're already no. I mean, kinda, you know, again, their their own paychecks, right? Like their 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 careers and their paychecks are. Are directly related to their stats. That's why they, that's why they play every snap. I mean, more so than any other um, uh, uh, part of phase of a of a team. Defensive players they tend to play every single snap because for them, every tackle, every interception, every every um, you know pressure, all that stuff. That's that's whether you guys are winning or losing for the defensive uh, players. That's that's. That's their livelihood right there. So and that's why I think that the 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 Jets do win because when there's nothing to play for, defense still does. I mean, the only the only thing I can say is that we have a lot of those defensive players still still snapped up next year. So I guess we'll see yeah. who decides to show up and who decides to to actually put it on the field this week or who said, you know what, I'm not getting any extra money next year in the offseason. I'm already an option or a second year contract, rookie contract or something like that. I mean, yeah, there's nothing to look forward to yeah. for Jets well, fans anymore. Other I think that at least we can, you know, the one thing that the one good thing that's come out of this, I think that we can finally stop what? being miserable since it's officially over. Just kind of like move on to like Nirvana Zen kind of, I mean, I don't know nothing, about that. You know what? You know what? At this point, you know what this is. This is a uh, move on to uh, a darkness retreat. Something with dolphins. All right. Well, I guess that's that's where we can wrap this this whole affair up. Uh, 
Thanks, y'all, once again for joining the Blue versus Green show, joining myself, Jose, and joining my co-host on this side over here, Gabe. Uh, please remember, as always, uh, to if you enjoyed this podcast, of course, and if you've gotten this far, I hope that you've enjoyed everything that you've heard, to like, rate, share, and subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Do everything you can. Comment. We love to 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 reach back out to y'all and and respond to your comments so let us know and uh well i guess with nothing less left to play for for us but with something left to play for for the blue side let's say go giants giants and And go go jets jets peace y'all